Good Morning Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Today's my one year anniversary and I think we've come a really long way and how very cool that one year to the day we're putting $5 million out into the community for out-of-school time programs. I could not be happier. This is uh, Tammy Greer, who yesterday, she's the executive director for the Escambia Children's Trust. Yesterday they had a meeting in which they voted to approve the first slate of major funding, as she said, a little over $5 million to about a dozen local organizations who are going to work on helping kids become ready for kindergarten and also helping kids have activities that are educational activities for them after school as they are ongoing to make sure that their you know basic uh, academic skills are kept up or remedied or whatever you know this is the problem that the scammy children's trust was created in the tax levied in order to solve and so that's kind of the backdrop to all this we talked to tammy earlier this morning i wanted to give you a chance to hear from her because i asked her some of the you know harder questions that i have had on my mind about this ongoing project tammy well, tammy greer executive director for the scammy children's trust welcome to the pensacola morning news you stay in touch Oh, right at the end. We'll get back to the beginning here in just a second. There we go. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you. So um, I, I wanted to take a few minutes and just kind of, you know, yesterday your board spent about, or, you know, agreed to spend about $5 million on some local agencies doing work to help kids that they wouldn't otherwise be able to help. And I wanted to give you a chance to tell the taxpayer listeners, you know, what their money is going to do. Um, and I figured the best way to do that, I'll just, I'll let you give them an overview from your perspective, what was accomplished yesterday and what's going to be the result of the money? Oh, thank you. Well, what they approved yesterday after a, a, a lot of vetting of these proposals were 19 organizations, local organizations, to serve approximately 5,000 children. Uh, and these programs will be at no cost to the parents of these children to engage them in after-school and summer camp activities so that these children have something productive to do when they're not in the school day. So everything from tutoring to sports to social and emotional development, uh, there's everything from grief counseling to literacy. So they really run the gamut of services for children. And what we're looking at with these, the reason that out-of-school time programs are so important is because kids can do one of two things after the school day ends. And for most of whom, they don't have parents at home because the parents are working. They can either engage in risky behaviors, which you know could be as awful as experimenting with drugs or ending up in teen pregnancies, or they could engage in positive activities that reinforce the work that's done during the school day. So this was really important for us, and the reason we started to focus on the out-of-school time programming as one of the first things out of the gate with this funding is because you can accomplish so much with this kind of programming, and it touches all ages, K through 12, or pre-K through 12, actually. So we really wanted to start there. And 
we may not see the results immediately. That's something that, that I really hope the, the public understands. It takes a minute to get these programs up and running and to hire staff, which I alluded to that a little bit yesterday. Uh, you know, they're going to have to hire staff, get the staff trained. So we're really looking at multi-year grants. We're hoping to have these, these in place for at least three years so that we have time to see some of the impacts of them. And what you see when you have high quality out of school time programming is a, a reduction in youth violence, which I think is on all of our minds right now, if you've yeah. been you know, paying attention. Um, and it really also helps with improving academic outcomes. But again, we won't, it's not like it's, it's just a, a magic wand and you don't see that overnight, but it's certainly something that, that research has shown will happen over time. So we wanted to get that started as one of the first things that, that we did. Very, and, and I just, I want to make sure I heard you right. You said it's about 5,000 additional children that the funding is expected yes. to help. Is that right? Okay. So we're talking in the first yes, year. And as you said, each of these is a three-year plan and the funding sort of increases as time goes on, which is understandable because you have to, you know, you have to create and hire and do all the things. And so it's going to be able to do more as time goes on. But that's that's at a price tag of about $1,000 a child in the first year, which compared to the cost of school, about $8,000 uh, per child, $7,000 per child, something like that is, you know, it's, it's within the ballpark. And since we're targeting, you know, children who are particularly at risk, that price tag makes sense to me. I think concerns um, that people have raised, and I, I mean, I share the same concern, is how do we know or how are we going to be able to tell that when we're giving money to the YMCA, for example, or the city of Pensacola Parks and Recs or some of these other organizations, how are we going to know for sure at the end of a year that we really have helped an additional 5,000 kids as opposed to kind of doing what has always been done and just providing funding to programs that already exist? Well, the the real work of the trust starts now because – First of all, we have to put all of their anticipated outcomes and performance measures into their contracts. So their funding will be tied to their performance. Uh, we are, we're not a, a local foundation, as you all have probably heard me say a thousand times. Right. We're, we're a special district of government and these are taxpayer dollars. So the expectation for accountability is, is much greater. So we're going to monitor them all the way through the process to track their performance to make sure that they're serving the right kids and and with fidelity to their scope of work and we're going to it, it won't be that we just check in and get a report at the end of the year hey what happened it's we're going to be working with them hand in glove all the way through and this is with all 19 agencies and with everybody that we find moving forward and so there's going to be monitoring, meaning we're going to go out and actually put eyes on their their books uh, to to look at the accounting. We're going to make sure that they have all of the data that they're supposed to be collecting for each of the children in their program. We're going to need assurances that it's not duplicated children that they should be serving with other funding because we are prohibited by statute to supplant funding, right. which means we can't replace what's already there. This is supposed to be new and additional services. So we're really going to be strict about that. Um, we're also at the same time trying to keep our costs very low because we, we don't want to take advantage of taxpayer money. And so we're trying to keep our staff as slim as we can, but it is going to take 
a lot of work to ensure this accountability. So okay. we're uh, we're we're trying to balance that. The <laughs> but, the other yes, question I have, and and, and this yeah, and the other question I have, which was kind of you inspired this question yesterday, um, is hey, let's let's just pause it for really just a second because I want to make sure we get a traffic break. I think both Candy and I forgot to do traffic, so sorry about that. We're talking to I Tammy Greer earlier her, this yeah. morning, yeah, and really good conversation about the Escambia Children's Trust. Sorry about that though. Uh, Candy's got traffic for you. All right, watching an accident still so West Nine Mile in Bridalwood Road, right near the gas station. As I understand, an overturned car in the roadway. There was a roadblock, obviously, and a vehicle crash with injuries. Um, another accident. This just popped up. Gulf Breeze Parkway, that's Highway 98, and uh, Gulf Breeze, it looks like right near the uh, Anderson Institute. Uh, I'm not showing any other delays, and you do want to keep in mind that the back gate is closed at Quarry Station, traffic rerouting to that front gate, and uh, you can expect delays at NAS Pensacola, Quarry, and Softly Field with a heightened security presence on all installations. Traffic tips, 6437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right, thanks so much, Candy. Now back to uh, Tammy Greer, who we talked to earlier this morning from the Escambia Children's Trust, the Executive Director. Right. If we have 5,000 students that we're trying to supply, it's one thing to provide money. It's one thing to identify the students. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then you've got, you know, physical things that need to be done. And that's what money is going to take care of in some cases. But then you've got to find the people. And that's a lot of people to find who are capable, willing, available and qualified, essentially, to do this kind of work. That's a real challenge. How will that be solved? (laughs) Well, if I if I if I knew the answer to that, I'd be a national hero right now <laughs> because we're feeling it with with K through 12 teachers, with yeah. childhood educators, youth development, nurses. You know, I don't think there's any sector that's not feeling the pinch right now. Uh, I think it really goes down to uh, good recruitment strategies among the providers. Uh, to try to find the right people. And then, of course, you have to have decent benefits because people really value that now. And you have to you have to pay them fairly. So those kinds of things we can't necessarily control, but we can make sure that they have sufficient funding in their budget to be able to attract and retain the individuals doing the work. Because it's, it's hard work. It's not babysitting. It's, right. it's youth development. And so... Uh, and we also have professional development built in, and that's something that we're we're going to work on. We're planning to host a children's summit, uh, which will basically be some of that professional development that we're looking to bring to to the community uh, for these these folks who will be working with the children. And so uh, so basically helping them with recruitment and retention and professional development. Well, I that's that's the piece that I'm really, you know, I, I can kind of in my brain, I can believe every other part of this. That's the one that I'm like, I really hope that works because that's going to be the big challenge, as you I indicated did. yesterday. And, you know, even kind of your reaction to the question is, yeah, well, that's the ch- one thing I did get a suggestion from somebody. I don't know to what degree you might be able to implement it. But um, I know that, for example, there's a lot of homeschool parents in our area, people who, mm-hmm. you know, they may not have uh, credentials, but they certainly have skills, you know, and, and they're not in the mm-hmm. traditional education system and that may be a resource uh, to the degree that they might be willing or, or, or available that might be a slice of the community that might not otherwise make it onto the radar of trying to recruit uh, for some of these things might not be full-time recruiting but you know might be you know people who can you know do 10 hours or five hours a week or something like that well I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens I I'm 
part of me is very concerned that it's not going to work the way it should. And there's a part of me that's super optimistic that we can finally make a big difference. So <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a big task and I hope we'll, we'll check back in with you, Tammy, throughout the year and uh, in subsequent times as we yeah. kind of get better indicators of how it's going. Um, Tammy Greer is the Escambia Children's Trust Executive Director. Congratulations on your one year anniversary. And uh, we look forward to very good things. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, me too. Thank you so much. And please do stay in touch. Absolutely. And in fact, we're going to have Tammy back on uh, maybe once a month, once every other month, something like that, just to kind of keep track of how this is going, because, you know, this is big stuff. Your tax dollars are paying for it uh, new, you know, over the last two years paying for this. And uh, we want to make sure that we have the result. And look, what you're really trying to fix is you're trying to take kids that are they're not going to make it or they're not very likely to make it. And you're trying to where can we intervene in this process uh, as the not parents? As a society, where can we intervene and get these kids on the right track? I mean, that's the challenge for, you know, because if you don't fix the kids and don't get them on the right track, then you're going to be paying, you know, uh, social services. You're going to be paying law enforcement. You're paying for, you know, um, they then turn around and have kids that they're not prepared to. I mean, all of the things that come. It's a giant cycle. Yeah. So everything helps. Look, it's five. We're looking at 5,000 extra kids to make a difference in their lives. And, you know, if we make it only for half of those kids, that's a huge accomplishment. So 822 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. And, um, if you are, uh, you know, looking for that uh, home sale and trying to figure out, like, do I sell? Don't I sell? What's the right environment? Who should I help sell? Christina Leavenworth. Look, I'm telling you, I have been doing ads for her for, God, like, one, four or five years now, something like that. Um, she's a longtime friend. As long as we've lived here, I've known her. And she just, it's amazing to watch her success over these years. And the success she has is because I know she treats every single home like it's her home she's trying to sell. And she wants to help you get the best price for it. And look, when the market was hot, that was easier. Okay, Um, and you might have thought, well, I don't really need a realtor. Well, you know, it's better to have one because they can get you the best price. Now, kind of really important because, you know, she will understand the best way to stage it, photograph it. What are the objections people are going to have? How can we preempt or prevent those from becoming an issue? How can we work in this environment? What's the mortgage rates and how does that affect what people are interested? Like all of that stuff. You just you're putting your hands, uh, you're putting your home and putting your home in the right hands when you talk to Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty. So good that she'll guarantee. She'll guarantee to sell your home in 30 days or else you won't pay her. Uh, and there's really, I don't think other people are making that same promise. She can do that because she knows her track record, but also because she knows she has invested in finding people who are willing to buy and ready. And she even has cash buyers if that's something that you might be interested in getting it done very, very quickly. Uh, so find out. Ask her, what can you do for me? Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty, 723-9158. That's 723-9158. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information for competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. 
The cost of health care is all in the news. Tune in this morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest and will be discussing how the ProHealth Medical Membership Program can help you take out the stress and cost of health care. That's this morning at 9 as ProHealth will be the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This is Tort Talk with personal injury lawyer Terrence A. Gross. Hi, this is Terrence A. Gross. Did you know that Floridians can stack uninsured motorist coverage? If you have three vehicles with 25,000 stacking UM, that equates to $75,000 in total coverage. Therefore, always choose stacking coverage if you have more than one vehicle in your household. Tort Talk is brought to you by Terrence A. Gross. Call 434-3333 or check them out at grossandschuster.com. Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida, for Florida homes, by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Sometimes I wish I could boldly go where no man's gone before. But I'll probably stay in Aurora. Good morning. Uh, it's 826 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Let's go to Candy right away for traffic. Candy? All right. Uh, taking a look around. A bad accident. This is on Nine Mile in Bridalwood. A car overturned, and it's right near that gas station there. Still showing a roadblock. Use caution, and certainly if you know different, let us know. In all traffic, uh, expect delays. And yes, Pensacola, Quarry Station, Softly Field, with a heightened security presence on all installations. That A lot of the back gates are closed, uh, and they are rerouting. So it was backed up on Warrington a little earlier. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. Don, I hope you made it to work. News Radio 923, <laughs> informative, local, dependable. All right. David Wayne now is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? A lot of the fentanyl smuggling at the Texas border apparently being done by Americans being paid by the cartels. There's now a push to ramp up the penalties as a way to scare off would-be smugglers. Adding more teeth to our legal system is exactly the message we need to send to those that are operating in the space. Congressman Tony Gonzalez co-sponsoring a bill to make distribution of fentanyl resulting in death punishable by federal felony murder charges. The 19-year-old gunman that shot 10 people at a Buffalo supermarket last year being given a life sentence today. The self-professed white supremacist recently pleaded guilty to the racially motivated attack and a former Philadelphia Eagles team captain being awarded more than $43 million in medical malpractice lawsuit. Former defensive back Chris Maragos suing the Philadelphia-based Rothman Institute and Pittsburgh Steelers team surgeon Dr. James Bradley. The suit claims Bradley didn't diagnose a torn meniscus when he did a surgery to repair a PCL. Maragos didn't play in the NFL again and uh, says this botched surgery cost him more than a million dollars. Wow. All right. David, thanks so much for the update. 828 here on News Radio 923. Uh, we got a couple of interesting updates from Mayor DC Reeves yesterday during his press conference. Sort of timeline and expectation stuff. 
the trajectory right now for the skate park is somewhere in the middle of May of 2023. We expect to have a grand opening event. Oh, man, that's really soon. And I say it in that tone of voice because I had very foolishly made a promise to John Shell uh, and even a couple of local politicians, I think, back in the day, but mostly to John Shell, other uh, former skaters like myself, uh, that I would do a kickflip. I would be able to do a kickflip by the time the skate park opened. I Have you been practicing? Do not. I had been for a while, and then I stopped. And well, I let's do, get I, back to it, man. I, did you bring your board today? No. Bring I it just tomorrow. don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I would love to tell you it's going to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. you got to be a leader sometimes, I've degraded McKay. in Ollie skills. I am not increasing. I'm not getting better. It's kind of sad. Um, also, our Day Dock Marina, a community maritime park across the street, uh, we're making great progress. Again, our, our folks, Rick and, and Public Works, have been doing an awesome job staying on top of that. Uh, we're looking at mid to late March, potentially, of 23, uh, this year, of course. Um, so that's coming up pretty soon. That's very soon. Wow, that's that's going to be fantastic. That's the one over by Community Maritime Park on the west side there they've been working on for a while. And then third. For Hunter Pool, um, we're looking for anticipated completion date around Memorial Day. So get trying to get that open right before Memorial Day, of course, for uh, when the usage for our swimming pool is at an all-time high. So, so we're excited about uh, all three of those things continuing to progress and really all within the next four months or so uh, coming online for us. And, and obviously those are all projects that were begun by Mayor Grover Robinson's administration and city council. So it's not like, you know, D.C. gets to <laughs> take the ribbon cutting, but, you know, he didn't make it happen. But that's all good news. That stuff's all happening right now. What do you have coming up, David? There's enhanced traffic enforcement on Three Mile Bridge. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The man who shot eight students, killing three at Michigan State University Monday, changed after his mother died two years ago. According to his father, he says he urged his son to get rid of his guns. MSU senior Jackie Matthews was 11 years old at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Connecticut when 20 kids and six adults were shot and killed. I am 21 years old, and this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through. She put out a TikTok video. An MSU freshman on campus during the shooting was at Oxford High School outside Detroit during a shooting 15 months ago. A man accused of driving a U-Haul truck into people in Brooklyn, New York, Monday's due in court today. 62-year-old Wang Soar facing charges of second-degree murder and seven counts of attempted murder. The violent rampage left a 44-year-old man dead and another in a medically induced coma. Fox 5 New York, Sharon Crowley. Police say the attacker was suffering from a mental health crisis. His family says he was off his medication. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 News Radio 92.3. Looks like a nice morning out there. Mostly cloudy skies, 73 degrees right now. Now, if you're headed over to Three Mile Bridge soon, watch how fast you're going. PPD says they made 21 traffic stops yesterday. The stepped-up enforcement began just hours after that new span of the bridge opened. The speed limit on the bridge, 45 miles an hour in both PPD and Gulf Breeze Police will be patrolling uh, both spans of those the bridge currently have two lanes of traffic the goal when construction is done would be three lanes on each side pensacola police officers still looking for an armed robbery suspect after a circle k store was robbed earlier this week that robbery happened at the store on east Cervantes. the suspect was said to have a handgun got away with cash and cigarettes luckily nobody was hurt ppd uh, has released photos of that suspect you can find those online uh, the suspect, PPD says, looked similar to a suspect in another convenience store robbery last week, but they say they can't confirm whether or not it's the same person. 
Well, quite the story. On Valentine's Day yesterday, the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office says a Pace woman and her lover conspired to kill the woman's husband. Sheriff Bob Johnson says 50-year-old Stephanie Perdue was arrested last April. At that time, she was arrested for shooting her husband in the throat. The husband survived that, though. Perdue was released on a $100,000 bond. Eventually, met a new love interest. She starts talking to somebody in the jail about getting her husband killed. So this person reaches out to us. And at the same time, a narcotics CI comes to one of our detectives and says, hey, this woman's wanting to kill her husband. Johnson says Purdue promised $10,000 to an undercover investigator to kill her husband. Purdue and her lover, 51-year-old David Ballier, now facing up to 30 years in prison if they're convicted. The trial for one of the five men accused in the death of Ladarius Clarity should begin next month. News Radio's Joe Ford has more. According to Channel 3, 22-year-old Kobe Jenkins appeared in court yesterday where an Escambi County judge scheduled jury selection to start on March 13th. It's expected that his trial will happen over three days. Jenkins has pleaded not guilty to all charges, including first-degree premeditated murder. He, along with Amos Snowden, Daquavian Snowden, Timothy Knight, and Terrell Parker, have all been charged. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Well, it's a problem the city has had for years. It seems like there's always another truck running into or getting stuck under the graffiti bridge. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says they're now taking some steps to formalize both sides of that bridge as a no-truck corridor. It's a state road on the south side of the bridge. It's a, it's a city road on the north side of the bridge. So um, so I understand citizens out there saying, well, why don't you just put something up? I, uh, I, I kind of pose the same question to our staff. It's, uh, but of course, it's not that simple. And Reeves says by doing so, GPS programs can be updated like Google Maps. And he says they're also looking into some more permanent solutions as well. Well, Congress got a briefing on those objects shot down over the U.S. and over Canada last weekend, but still not exactly clear what those things were. Senator Marco Rubio says he wants to know more about it. I don't dispute that these things should have been brought down. Uh, my question really is how the most important question we have to answer now is what are these things? Who sent them here? And what are they doing here? And Rubio says he wants to know how these instances compare with hundreds of other similar cases reported by the military over the years. Of course, uh, they're still working to recover debris from those objects. They were uh, shot down in remote, hard to get to areas. 835 News Radio 923. And Candy has a look at our traffic on the fives. Uh, traffic on the fives brought to you by Bobby Lycus Auto Service. Back gate is closed at Corey Station. Traffic rerouting to the front gate and its exercise solid curtain, Citadel Shield 23, where all traffic can expect delays at NAS Pensacola and Corey and Softly Field with a heightened security presence on all installations. Also, watching an accident at the intersection of Nine Mile and Bridalwood. Right next to the gas station, there is an overturned car. I don't know if it's still overturned, but I am still showing a roadblock. If you know different or you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Cloudy skies today with a high near 75 degrees. 10% chance of a stray shower. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 67. For Thursday, showers and thunderstorms are expected to move in. 70% chance of rain, especially in the evening and overnight hours. High Thursday, 76 degrees. Overnight, temperatures dropping near 47. For Friday, temperatures dropping near 57 degrees for your high and overnight lows near 37 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, cloudy skies. It's 73 in Pensacola. 70 in Gulf Breeze and 65 right now in Milton. Our next news at 9. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. 
The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, call Benakis & Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis & Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. I've been collecting watches since around 2018. Uh, made my first big purchase thinking that was gonna be my only watch. When you're looking at watches and you're doing them online or if you're in the secondary market, it can be scary because there's a lot of fakes and I really do focus in on coming into uh, an authorized dealer like Berets for any of the Omega or Breitling purchases. They will let you try it on, take pictures, go home, think about it, and just really set your mind at ease. Come visit us at Beret Jewelers. Beginning February 28th, Sunbelt Conference Hoops returns to Pensacola, Florida for the Men's and Women's Championships. Book your seats at the Pensacola Bay Center as session tickets are on sale now. The 2023 Sunbelt Basketball Championships from the stunning Florida Panhandle in Pensacola, February 28th through March 6th. For the best in college basketball postseason action, go to Ticketmaster.com. Your money now. Not good news this morning. The Dow down 136 points at 33,952.56. S&P 500 down 1991 at 4,116.22. And the NASDAQ down 3734 at 11,922.81. Inflation rising still. The consumer price index up by a half percent. Uh, so in January last month, which is above what economists had predicted. And in the meantime, the year-over-year number rose by 6.4%. A federal judge is banning usage of virtual private networks by FTX crypto founder Sam Bankman-Fried. He apparently used a private connection to watch NFL games, including the Super Bowl. The DOJ says while the VPN isn't necessarily harmful, it could be used to block the government seeing from, uh, from seeing what he's doing online. And Netflix's surprise me button is now gone. A company spokesman said yesterday the streaming giant discontinued the feature because nobody was using it. Netflix introduced it in 2021 so people wouldn't have to choose something to watch from their thousands of titles. 839 News Radio 923, your next news at 9. Breaking news anytime. News Radio 923. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. You can also listen to podcasts of all of our local shows on demand and get news and traffic alerts. Listen to local talk shows in the morning and afternoon drive and we're Pensacola's home for Brian Kilmeade. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot! Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, I know for a fact we're starting fights today. I know for a fact. Cool. I'm going to start a fight with you today. Not with you, but, no. I mean, like, somebody oh, is going to come at me, and that's fine. We that's fine. on some stuff. Yeah, no. So here's my question. 437-1620. Do you break your spaghetti? That's it. That's the question. You break the spaghetti before you put it in the pot. You have to. 437-1620. I always do. And fettuccine and... Angel hair, anything that's long, linguine, right? Yeah, anything absolutely. that's anything sure. that's too Except long for a lasagna pot. noodle. Yeah, yeah, which well, well, those go, you know, completely different. Well, yeah, you don't break lasagna, right? What do you do with lasagna? You put it like I get halfway a pot in <laughs> and just like soak it until it bends, and you know. But that's I'm a purist. That's a completely different issue. There, you don't break the lasagna because if you break the lasagna, then trying to spread the ricotta cheese mixture on top of the lasagna when it's all broken inside the pan it becomes mine's a big soupy mess anyway so it's you know whatever but yeah i always break spaghetti plus it's easier to eat it that way anyway it's not like i'm not gonna cut it a hundred percent a hundred so we could be done like now like this could be the end of the conversation so i did did what i often do i went online and i asked the question i said you know what's the reason people don't break it you know like what and 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 this actually comes up recently because my son my 14 year old uh he, he says dad you know how when you cook spaghetti, I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, which I actually don't cook spaghetti. I like linguine better. Uh, my wife likes spaghetti, but fine, whatever. She cooks for herself. Um, wow. So, no, I mean, I make the meat sauce or the meatballs, but she makes her own pasta. It's just that's the way the yeah, house I'm works. Yeah, I'm an angel hair gal. But. So, um, and I make linguine, which he likes. Um, and he says, you know, can you not break it? And I said, why would I want to do something so dumb? And he says, <laughs> he says, I like it better that way. <sighs> okay. And I thought, well, you know, you do what a dad does. You try it their way, Mm -hmm. and then you see, well, am I missing out on life? Nope. Nope. All it became was very hard to eat. That's that's what happened. So 437-1620-437-1620. And by the way, the online, if you look up the question, break spaghetti, you'll get a thousand articles telling you that you're an evil, horrible food center if you break it. You got some text saying that anyway. And uh, and, uh, I don't care. They're all wrong, and so are you if you disagree with me. 437-1620-437-1620. Let's see. Um, (laughs) Most definitely, duh, you break the spaghetti. Good start. Good start. Uh, Somebody here, we says, um, curse you candy. Never break the pasta. And you, Andrew. Okay, so we've got a good diverse opinion here. That's what I like to see. I like to see some disagreements. That's good. Uh, Let's see. Somebody here says, um, by the pot size, you. I, I think what they mean is you break it if you need to to fit it in the pot. Right. Uh, and, of course, the recommendation online is we'll use a bigger pot. Oh, wasteful much? Also, big pots are a pain in the rear to clean. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going that direction. And, look, I understand that if you want to cook it uh, along, all you do is just put it halfway and wait for it to soften and bend, and then you put the rest. It's not that hard to do. It's the eating side. Because what do they say? You're supposed to twirl it around your fork. Oh, my God. What is this, like physical therapy I'm supposed to engage in for dinner? Come on now. I don't want all that. I just want to stick my fork in and get it in my mouth. That's I'm not right. interested yeah, in some need to be long... like King Henry VIII with yeah. like a great big pasta and a meatball on a fork. Well, I maybe. I don't need some long artistic process <laughs> to eat my spaghetti. Right. Also, can I tell you this? If you if you twirl it, it's that much harder to get any of the good stuff on there properly. Whatever you're making your spaghetti with, sure. if it's an olive sauce or if it's a meat sauce or if it's a meatball, it's all kinds of difficult when you twirl it. So I'm sorry, no, I'm a I'm a four year old. I don't care. When I was little, my mom used to use a. It's not a cookie cutter, but I, I don't know what else to call it, but like a a donut cutter. 
Like it, okay. you know what all I mean? Right, so it's right. a cookie cutter. Uh, and she used that to cut my spaghetti. <laughs> and, and every what? time, you know, she made it long and she always cut mine up. And so I still <laughs> cut it because it reminds me, Aww, you know, of my that's mom. Cool. I know. I always, I didn't know it was a, like a donut cutter until I thought it was a spaghetti. I thought everybody did that until right. I was in college. Let's read some of these texts. I got a bunch of them coming in. Never I would break my Italian mother-in-law's heart and I would get whacked by her. Somebody says, I don't break spaghetti, but since I was a kid, I always mix my side salad with the spaghetti. Oh, well, you know, don't knock it till you try it. That's always my rule. Uh, I was taught by my Italian landlady to put all long pasta the same as you do lasagna noodles, Hold them upright until they soften and let go. Oh, the, again, yeah, the cooking is not that hard. Well, does it taste different? I mean, I oh, never no. really thought no, about it. No, yeah. there's no taste. Well, one thing, one downside of breaking the pasta is you will always get the little shards and bits and pieces. Sure. Because you can't, it's very hard to break a piece of pasta oh, clean. that's true. And when you um, drain it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's, that's a little bit of a loss. Somebody here says, uh, let's see, I always break the pasta. Somebody says, no, I coil it around the pan as it cooks. My wife is from an Italian family, and I learned very quickly and passionately that this was a big no-no. Sure, let's take all our cultural advice from the Italian... <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> did I say it out loud? It trains mm. me on time. I'm just I got, kidding, I'll show you an Italian rifle. Uh, you know, owned twice, never used. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry, it's an old World War joke. Um, what nice. do we got here? Uh... Uh, definitely break it. Somebody says uh, it's not necessary to break it. It softens fast as it goes in the water. Pasta purist supposed breakage. Yeah, l- let me align myself with the snooties. Uh, but I don't care. Break it or don't be happy. That's my way. Oh, amateurs break the pasta. Okay, now it's a credentialing fight. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Let's get traffic in here before we finish up these texts. Man, these great. are really, really funny. Uh, Taking a look. If you did start a war, man. My gosh. Oh, I, I know. So Andrew walks out of the building at nine a.m. as we take a look at our. <laughs> And he's a black belt, in case you haven't heard. I have heard that. Very, very unflexible. Michigan, too, which is uh, is brought to you by Top Supply. It's featuring freezers, refrigerators, dishwashers, ranges for you to cook your spaghetti on, washers and dryers from GE, Hot Point, Speed Queen, and more. Top Supply, it's at Highway 90 in Milton. That gate is closed at Quarry Station, and and not just Quarry. Softly Field, uh, NAS Pensacola, heightened security presence on all installations. Longleaf and uh, La Rosa Street and Community Drive is in front of the Bellevue Athletic Park, right next to Pine Forest, showing an accident with a possible roadblock and then still watching that area it looks like a nine mile and a bridlewood right next to the gas station and overturned car traffic tips or certainly if you know different text 437-1620 news radio 92.3 informative local dependable i gotta finish up some of these texts they're hilarious somebody says if you break the spaghetti how can you play lady in the tramp on valentine's day oh no fair point that's a That's great fair, point. But I can, well, I can still, Yeah. Um, I lived in Italy for nine years, get a bigger pot. <laughs> Somebody says, you wow. can buy pot-sized spaghetti. I'm sure that would not satisfy the Italians. Uh, every spaghetti broken is an angel falling from heaven. <laughs> That's awesome. These are great. great. These are the best set of texts we've ever gotten. I buy the spaghetti already broken in half, and I do twirl it. The husband cuts it. Um, Again, if Disney broke the spaghetti, you never have the scene, uh, you know, uh, slurping the long noodle. That's right. Uh, Cut it after you cook it, you big baby. I don't know if that's to you or me, but I know, right? Oh yeah, somebody warns me that if I'm careful, if I'm not careful, I'll get shot at by the pasta gorillas on the way out of the office this morning. Hey. Uh, so, <laughs> I'd be like Bobby. Um, somebody says, <laughs> "No, you buy the pot-sized noodles." And then uh, somebody else texted me and said, uh, "Let's see, what does this one say?" Sometimes I break, sometimes I don't. Depends on my mood. I cut it up for my kids, anyways, but I don't buy the pot-sized noodles. There you go. All right. Oh, I can imagine Andrew deliberately breaking noodles one at a time to avoid shards. <laughs> As can I. Wait, no, no, no. I'm. You're always at that men who cook thing, right? I that's mean, right. You do, that's right. Did you ever make spaghetti? No. Oh. No, you got to do better than that. 
enforcement. But you know, there's no, I, I have know. not. I've never been asked to do that. I don't that. mean it in a snooty way. I'm just saying I have not made spaghetti for that event. Mm-hmm. All right. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's this great. Hot Andrew topic. deliberately breaking noodles uh, one at a time to avoid shards. That's. <laughs> That's my favorite comment of the day. I love it. Hey, if you are uh, getting ready to get that next vehicle, I strongly recommend Frontier Motors. You know, Dave Ramsey talks about them. I talk about them. And the bumper stickers talk about them. He's like, what? Well, okay. No, I did this. I remember doing this because after we bought our car, and I had been blissfully unaware, but after we bought our Honda Odyssey, I, you know, they put a bumper sticker on it. And so I started kind of out of curiosity. I was looking around one day. Do other people have their bumper stickers on? And I noticed a few, and then I noticed a few. And then it kind of seemed like once I started training my eyes to look for it, like every car had one. It was bizarre. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're like an institution. Um, but that's the point is, you know, two guys on the radio, fine. I know you trust us, but, you know, okay. But hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands even of people all around the community driving their cars around with these, uh, you know, endorsements on them. I mean, that should tell you something about the longevity of this company, the way they do business, and why people love them so much. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. When you stop by, be sure to tell them Andrew McKay and the bumper stickers sent you. More than ever, we are reimagining our homes as places of retreat. We're minimizing stress and maximizing space. We're dreaming of spa-like bathrooms, complete with beautiful vanities to hide the clutter and make room for candles. We're wishing we could de-stress in a soaking tub or under a rainfall shower at the end of a long day. Make this the year that dream becomes your reality with Home Outlet. Our guaranteed lowest prices put quality products within budget and dream spaces within reach. Visit us in store or online at homeoutlet.com. Every Volkswagen has style and performance, but there's something else that comes with new VWs from Peakmore Imports, and it's called Carefree Coverage. VW Carefree Coverage is standard on VW crossovers and SUVs and includes the first two years of manufacturer maintenance intervals for two years or 20,000 miles, whichever occurs first, and it's free. So with the 2023 Taos S starting from 25641, you're covered with carefree maintenance. The Tiguan S from 28 to 27, it's covered with carefree maintenance and the seven-passenger Atlas SE with technology from 42632. It's covered with VW Carefree Maintenance. Plus, all of these models are available for 3.9% financing. So go carefree with Carefree Maintenance on your next crossover or SUV from Pete Moore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Pete Moore Imports, New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Prices before CAD, tax, title, and associated dealer fees. Special financing rate for qualifying credit through BCI. See dealer for details. Things keep getting bigger and better at Daryl's. Sewing of Pensacola. Daryl's Sewing is the largest sewing machine dealer in the Pensacola area, offering a variety of sewing machines, sergers, and embroidery systems, plus a large selection of sewing machine furniture, craft supplies, and fabrics. Financing is available too. Call them today, 850-438-5444. Daryl Sewing, located at 6705 North Davis Highway between Creighton and Burgess. Online at sewinginpensacola.com. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's pep talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on pep talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
When you listen to News Radio 92.3 on Saturdays, you get the Garden Line Encore at 9. At home with Gary Sullivan at 10. Swan Capital at 1. Let's go Pensacola at 4. I quote John Lennon. I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me. A good point there. After all, he was the walrus. I could be the walrus. I'd still have to bum rides off of people. I got the best text on this breaking the spaghetti. Somebody said, uh, "What? Did, I want to read it exactly because they phrased it so perfectly. I'll botch it if I just uh, repeat it in concept. They said, uh, closet liberals break noodles. <laughs> we were laughing so hard in here. I, I spit snorted. up in my hand. I'm sorry. I know. I absolutely snorted. <laughs> so oh, my funny. God. That's great. I do. All right. Um, it's accurate. Hey, this was kind of a neat story. I haven't seen this anywhere else, but I was watching the Escambia County Commission meeting uh, the other day, and um, you had um, Rich Powell, who was doing the uh, Employee of the Month Award. He's the uh, jail as corrections director, and uh, he told about a story that, like I said, I hadn't heard anywhere else. Just last night, it's, it's getting toward the end of the day. They had some intel that somebody had dropped some uh, narcotics trying to smuggle into jail, and him and a couple of his team members, they all went to work. They didn't say, hey, i got to go home. They went to work, found the dope. His dog, which I asked him to bring, I guess he checked that up, uh, went and found the dope, and we prevented it from coming inside the jail. Uh, so that's the things that, that don't make the headlines that are quintessential to our success, gentlemen and ladies, just like Sergeant Halford here. And, yeah, Sergeant William Halford was the one who's getting recognized for narcotics detection at the jail and, you know, kind of going above and beyond, and he was getting the Employee of the Month award, and, and then they had uh, the sergeant up there to, you know, kind of react, which y- you'll hear, and I'll explain why. But this is, you know, this is super adorable. Real quick. He's got his daughter Hi, up there. Y'all. Thank y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> There's my daughter. Y'all can... She's, I mean, I love that. That's just great. Hey, y'all. <laughs> That's Officer Bell, Officer Robinson. They help me all the time. I mean... They're amazing. I couldn't do this without them. Ah, you can hear it in his voice. He's overwhelmed. I'm getting tears. <laughs> so, my mom just beat cancer today. All right. Um, so it was even. You know, I got the information on the way. Um, oh man, what a what a moment! And I, I will tell you also, like these corrections guys, you know, like they're the super tough guys. Um, but then they just, you know, they had that other side, you know, and yeah, uh, it's always weird to see him emotional. Yeah, always. but super, super emotional. And I also remember uh, I did uh, some some jail tour stuff a couple of years ago, and I remember that you know these guys who would, uh, you know, they they will they will involve themselves in whatever, mm-hmm. uh, but you put a microphone in front of them, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they do not want to talk. So uh, it was just adorable to hear him talk. Um, my administration is great; they're always supportive. Thank you to everybody, and I, I thank you for having me here. No, it's fantastic. No, and I, I do love I love the good stories. That's good stuff. I got one more comment on this in a second. But let's get traffic on the fives first from Candy. All right, uh, taking a look around. It looks like another accident. This is dub, uh, West Avery and North W Street in Pensacola. Roadway may be blocked. I know they're doing construction on W anyway, so it is uh, 
all around there anyway. Maybe it is easier to take a second round. It's near uh, Raymond Riddle Athletic Park. Another accident. Uh, this is near Brent Athletic Park, um, Longleaf Drive and La Rosa Street Community Drive. That's in front of, I'm sorry, Bellevue Athletic Park. That's right next to Pine Forest. That's another accident with possible roadblock. And then traffic and expect delays on AS Pensacola, Quarry Station, and Softly Field with a heightened security presence on all installations. This is Traffic on the Fives brought to you by Avalon HR. With so much going on, you need Avalon. Employing made easy. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So here's actually uh, Director Powell uh, reading the recognition award. Whereas Sergeant Halford became certified in narcotics detection and evidence recovery through the United States Police Canine Association in March 2020. And whereas Sergeant Halford has assisted in recovering countless amounts of contraband and regularly assisted law enforcement. And whereas Sergeant Halford's skills and dedication has proven to be a valuable asset in keeping Escambia County citizens safe. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed that the Board of County Commissioners of Escambia County, Florida, commends and congratulates Sergeant William Halford on his selection as the Employee of the Month for February 2023. You know, and I know a lot of times what makes news out of the jail is when bad stuff happens. I wanted to give you a little bit of a slice of the other side of this and some of the great folks that work there. This is the state attorney's office, uh, Investigator Wright, talking about how great it is to work with those folks and with Sergeant Halford. The state attorney's office is grateful to the work that uh, Sergeant Halford's done. Uh, He provides us with support in ways you couldn't imagine. Uh, if If I have to call him on a Saturday or a Sunday or in the evening, there's never hesitation. He's always there for us. He always has a great attitude, and we can't speak highly enough of him. Amen. I love it. As I, you know, again, I love I love celebrating the good stuff. Uh, at five, eight fifty eight here on News Radio ninety two three. Time for future news. Future news. That's when um, Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. All right, uh, Escambia Children's Trust. We talked about this a bunch today. Their goal is to. Uh, provide uh, extensive additional services to about 5,000 kids over the next couple of years and help get them, you know, ready for pre- ready for K, ready for kindergarten, mm-hmm. and also to help them along the way through. Will they be able to make a difference in that many children's lives? 100%. I, One child so, makes a so, difference. Yeah. Everything so I really, makes a difference. I though. really want to say yes. I want to be a little bit more cautious. I think if they can even do half that many and make a difference in those kids' lives, that is a huge benefit 100%. to our, our, our community. So I will take the win. And I hope. I hope it turns out. I'm glad we have it. That's Absolutely. amazing. I really do. I mean, I have a lot of questions about how it's going to work, but I, you know, I really hope for sure that it works out. Graffiti Bridge. Um, <laughs> a year from now. Will, Will we still be basically <laughs> be, you know, reminiscing about the bad old days when everybody would run into Graffiti Bridge? No, because they've been talking. It. I mean, I've done it. <laughs> I, I, I sheared off an antenna on the TK oh, van no. before. Oh, I know. I know. But, you know, it, it taught me. But you got to be I'm careful. I'm going to go way out on a limb here. and I'm going to say in a year, sheared truck and RV tops is going to be a memory of Graffiti Bridge. I hope that's the case. I, I really I do. I do think so. And I think people will miss it. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3.